And we're back for episode number 200 of Stream of Thought. We start the episode with Rick's telling his story of the DMV, what he witnessed while he was waiting in line, as well as the poor soul who just didn't know what was going on. Then we talk about roller skating. Most of the time I'm outdoors, but I did go to my first indoor rink the other night, so we talk a little bit about that. And then we talk about websites, just the importance of the modern age and branding yourself. So with that being said, episode number 201 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. As you know, on my late 2008 MacBook... That's right, you heard that correctly. Late 2008, my webcam sometime, my webcam won't work if my computer dies and runs out of battery. So I have to keep it from running out of battery. Or if I restart the computer, that troubleshooting will fix the problem and my webcam works again. So I restart the computer and I think, oh, you know, oh, okay, cool, we're good. And then click on it. And the video doesn't work, right? So then I'm like, okay, let me restart it one more time. I hit restart. I'm looking, I'm because I'm on my phone, I'm looking about, oh, this is taking a little bit longer than usual. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Well, the first time happened a little faster than usual. And then it, it restarts, and I open up the internet, and then I have to open up GarageBand. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I actually restarted the computer last time. I think what happened was... Because sometimes I have to click things multiple times for it to open because it's a super old computer or whatever. And so I think I I clicked restart and then restart, yes, or whatever. And I'm looking at my phone for a few minutes, and I look up, and I see my desktop. I'm like, oh, okay, it's done. But I realized I never had to open up GarageBand. It was already open, which means I never restarted the computer. I thought I restarted the computer. Because the second time around, I'm like, yeah, now this is the normal time, taking a lot longer. <laughs> so that's what happened. I know. I was I was a little surprised when you when you hopped on after like three minutes or something like that. I was like, I've never known Victor's computer to restart that quickly. I never thought anything of it. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, oh, it's done. Nope, I just never restarted it in the first place. Well, speaking of waiting for things, because it's been it's been a little while since we recorded. Uh, I ended up going to the DMV last week to get my new real ID. What was that experience like? <laughs> so, okay, I don't know. I mean, when's the last time that you went to the DMV to like get a license renewal or change? Because you you now have a Cali ID, right? Or is it still the Illinois one? I've had a California ID for two years now. That was actually the last time I went to the DMV was two years ago to get my license plates, to register my car, to get my license plates, and then also to get a California driver's license. And then back in Illinois, I don't even know. I mean, I just remember having to go to the DMV maybe like two or three times since I turned 16, and that's about it. Yeah, and honestly, because I don't know if you went to the the major, because there's like the, the mini, like, store shop front dmvs where if you if you don't need to do a driver's test or anything like that you're in and out in i i think my fastest time I, was maybe 15 minutes or 20 minutes or something like that went to the- i feel like that's only used for oh you just need a picture taken come on here everything else you gotta go to the actual the, yes the the hardcore one that that takes up like a full city block 
Yeah, dude, that's the one where there's like I'm in like you know you go through seven or whatever different checkpoints before you can finally leave. You know, they have all these systems in place, all these filters. You don't have what you need, get out, come back again. But I've been here all like nope, just come back. It was easy for me. It was like thirty minutes, and then when I went to get my ID when I became a resident here in California. You had to schedule an appointment because, like, everyone's going to the DMV. So I had to schedule it, like, two months in advance. And then I get there, and I'm there for, like, same thing. Did you schedule it online? Was it an online schedule? Yes. Oh, fucking A. Really? Why Why doesn't Illinois have something like that? So the process, because I think it was kind of similar. Uh, what, what what was it? It was uh, Lombard, Naperville, the, the main DMV. I think that's Naperville. Um because my mom and I had gone probably about a month and a half, two months ago, and we showed up in line at around 10 o'clock or so, and there's a line kind of stretching around the entire – it's it's an like an industrial or a, a commercial um, parking lot. And so the line is stretching for a good basically two or three blocks, but they have these people who are walking up and down, the DMV employees – who are saying, hey, do you have an appointment? What are your documents? Et cetera, et cetera. And when we showed up at 10 o'clock, they said, oh, sorry, all of our spaces for the rest of the day have been filled. There's no there's no more opportunity for people to get in, like, at, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and it closes at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. All of it was taken up. And it closes at 4 o'clock on the dot. Oh, yeah. No, I know. And so we took that opportunity to make sure that all the required documents were in order because we, we brought everything that we had. And so here's the crazy part. Cause my mom got hers a couple of weeks ago. It turns out that she, she was not told on that day that because, uh, she had a maiden name or whatever different on her birth certificate than it was on her current driver's license. She had to provide the marriage certificate certified by the state in order to be able to get the new real ID. And so she's like, I don't know if I have that. And luckily she did. But if not, they had said, oh, well, you, you have to go, you have to go to the courthouse in which you had originally gotten it and request a new copy in person or something like that. You couldn't do it over the, the internet or over the phone or something like that. You had to physically show up. So all of that chaos here, I'm freaking out. It's like, because uh, a lot of a lot of the documents that are required, so for the real ID, you need either your social security card or birth certificate. You need a uh, something with your social security number on it in addition to the birth certificate, and then you need two documents of certified mail that show that you still live at a particular residence. Uh, and most of it was uh, like house mortgages or loans on the house and stuff like that um yeah luckily <laughs> luckily i was like oh okay so uh when I, back when i was working uh in the ucc i got a pension and so i still get the pension information and so i had both that pension stuff as well as a bank statement and that was good enough but i end up showing up and it's because the the dmv doesn't open until seven thirty in the morning and I get there at about 6.55 in the morning. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm up at about 5.30 in the morning, just getting all, making sure that all the stuff is there. I get there. It's about a 20-minute drive. Show up. 
And oh my god, I counted there was probably about 120 people in line already at 6.55 in the morning, 30, 35 minutes before the DMV opened. And so they it was the same process where they had the guys coming through seeing if you had all the required documents and all that stuff. Luckily, it seemed like everything was all well and good. And so I got my ticket and just I'm, I just end up standing there total time guess the guess the amount of time from the time that i got oh into God. line to the time that i ended up leaving g g give me a so give what me time a do you get in line uh, at seven o'clock in the morning you are in line at seven o'clock number 121 before you even walk in the building yep. before it even opens wow I'm gonna guess four and a half hours. Close. It was. It was. It was a little over three and a half hours. So yeah, not not okay. not, not not that brutal. I was thinking. I was thinking at first. I was like an hour and a half. I was like, no way. It's got to be at least three hours. I'm like, well, don't underestimate the wait time at the DMV. 120 people. That could that could be eight hours. I thought I was under saying four and a half. I was like, is this guy gonna tell me six hours? Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean. And that was the thing, too, in the past, before COVID and all that, it only took, even if you were getting, like, a new license, you had to do the vision test, you had to do all this other, like, I had to take a, a driver's test as well as the vision test. All that, like, four years ago, only took me hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. And here, I didn't have to do any of that. I just had to show documentation. Three and a half fucking hours. So at least there was kind of an entertainment factor that was going on. So about two hours into the waiting in line, because we're, <laughs> it's just, everyone's just standing there. And it's so weird just to be standing in place in a line and no one moves for a half an hour because you have a senior line. So anybody over 65 years gets fast tracked. And so all they have to do is wait in line. And so they'll, they'll send in all the seniors first. And so there was a period of time where it was about 35, 40 minutes where no one moved because a bunch of seniors showed up. And so they were all let in. And the rest of us, uh, probably a good 80, 80 people in line outside, were just waiting there, just standing, doing nothing. And as opposed to wearing, like, running shoes or jogging shoes or, like, I don't know, comfortable shoes, I was wearing um, those, those other nice, like, casual shoes that don't really have a lot of arch support. I'm just standing there, and I'm thinking to myself, and then you have on all of these, by the way, all the businesses around the DMV have been shut down. I mean, because of COVID or whatever, like, they had to close. And so you had on the glass, like, rooms for rent and stuff like that. Do not lean on glass. Do not lean on glass, like, the entire way, because apparently that's been an issue. And about two hours in... We're, we're all just sitting there. I feel like I, I got to know my neighbors in the same way that, uh, I don't know, just you spend a lot of time with people. We're all going through the same thing. And then all of a sudden, we hear this <laughs> in the background. And suddenly, everyone's eyes, and I'm looking on both both ends of the line. Everyone goes, they start, they start rubbernecking, trying to see, what, what was that noise? That did not sound like a good noise. <laughs> And it turns out, because of one of the people who had gone to her car ended up coming back in line, it's like, there, there was a car that just hit a car in the parking lot, a parked car in the parking lot, rammed into it, 
and caused massive damage to the car that ended up getting hit. And after about like five or, or ten minutes, uh, suddenly a, a cop pulls in, followed by two ambulances and a fire truck. And so all of us are just trying to, like, see what's going on over the car, see what's going on. And it looks like it was an elderly person who was trying to park and ended up just, like, in as opposed to hitting the brake, hit the accelerator and just rammed in the car. Um, it looked like it was, like, an elderly gentleman and an el elderly woman. The elderly woman was taken into the ambulance, and then the ambulance ended up driving off, like, 15 minutes later. All of us are just like, well, we have nothing other to do than just watch this. Uh, so yeah, wow. that was, that was kind of the experience. That dude still got his uh, paperwork taken care of. I bet he walked out with a brand <laughs> new like, driver's you... license too. <laughs> right. <laughs> he gets in the senior, senior citizen line and just goes right in. No, I, I don't know what happened there. Uh, because it was, it was a whole process. They, they were there for a good 45 minutes or so. And so as, as we're just waiting in line, we're just watching the progression of everything that's going on. Uh, afterwards end up getting into the facility and I think that it's like near the end right because they're only letting in about two or three people every 15 minutes and I'm like okay so I'm finally in no no that's not it because now there's other lines and everything's kind of COVID precaution it's it's such a weird oh my like, gosh I didn't think about that like like they have people space there's no sitting and there, there are no chairs, only for the elderly or pregnant folks. No. Everyone has to stand the entire time once they enter into the facility. Are you kidding me? Uh, that, uh, that's Not even elderly or pregnant ladies? No, e like, they, they, that was the only instance, although there was... Oh, okay, got Yes, it, got there it. was an elderly woman who tried to sit down, and they had, they had an employee come up to her and say, you have to, you have to stand unless you have a medical condition that requires you to you know, be seated or something like that. It's just like, so are you kidding me? Um, yeah. So that was, and then I was right in front of this kid who, um, had, I guess just turned 18, something like that. And he had no idea what to do because they said any parent accompanying somebody over the age of 18 was required to leave. And so it was just this like young 18 year old kid who had no idea what he was doing with uh, all of his his documents and stuff like that, ended up for it's scary, dude. You don't know what you the fuck is going on. I don't on. know what I would have done if I didn't have my parents with me. Like <laughs> right? doing that, yeah. And so they're ordering. It's like when you go to the DMV when you're 16, 17, 18 years old, or whatever. And it's kind of like when you're at the grocery store. And, okay, Billy, now give the cashier the five dollars. There you go, and he's gonna give you change. Good job. Like you need to be shown the ropes at least one time because. You're walking into uh, – it, it's almost, it's like a mental war zone. Like do you have what you need? I don't know. Is this guy going to be nice? I don't know. Is, he, is there going to be some discretion or some leniency? No. Okay. Get it, make a phone call to get this information. Like it's it's just – it's a mess. It's, it's too much. It's it too much for somebody of that age who's never gone through anything like that to yes. just have to do it solo and said, sorry, your parent can't be with you because capacity issues. And so – yeah. get out and so he ends up going and unfortunately um i i felt bad for him because he didn't i he it it was clear he had no idea what he was doing and all the people that he went up to were not being very nice to him it was like why don't you have this why don't you not. have that it's like he's fucking 18 they years old are you kidding me really 
<laughs> you're gonna you're gonna treat him like a 45 year old who's renewed his license 12 times and act this way. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you people? It's like uh, you know, you know. It's like skipping the pony ride and going straight up to the Bronco. Like, bro, you got to let this guy level up a few times before you just come yes. at him with all these questions. And so... Like, dude, he's never done this before. And so here, here's the part that just, just killed me because he was right ahead of me. He was like two spots ahead of me. Uh, so the first thing we, we ended up doing, and this was different, is that we ended up going and having the photo taken first and then waiting in line for the, the various um, um, people to help you, and, and they call your number or whatever. So he goes to the photo line, gets his photo taken, forgets to take his ticket with his number on it. And the, like, I'm watching this because I'm getting my p- picture taken at the same time. And the woman, who's like, as he's walking away, he's like, oh, you forgot your ticket? Oh, whatever. <laughs> and didn't bother trying to get his attention. <laughs> and so we all go up. We're waiting. We're all standing in these, like, six foot apart, six by six foot, like, it, it feels like a fucking concentration camp. We're all just waiting there for our numbers to be called. He's there for another 15, 20 minutes before he realizes he doesn't have the number that's been called. The thing is, though, you don't come up when your number's called. They pass you up. And so he doesn't have his ticket. He doesn't know what number he is. Oh and he's just gosh. waiting there for another oh 20 minutes. I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, if I had had to go through that when I was getting my license for the first time, I, I mean, I would have been, I would have been apoplectic. I would have just lost my fucking mind. Um, poor kid, though. Yeah. Luckily, luckily mine, I mean, it wow. was, yeah, so, so he, he ended up having a, probably about, probably about a four to four and a half hour time, um. But for, for somebody oh, like myself. So you left and he, he was, was still, still there, there waiting? He was still no one told him? No. No one tells you anything. <laughs> not even you. But I think. Not, you're not even going to tell him, hey, I think you forgot your ticket. Uh, well, I didn't realize that because I, I, I didn't know what she was trying to get in contact with him about. Like if he had forgotten to like sign something or, or something like that. So okay. I, did, I didn't okay. know. Okay, you I, figured I it out later. Was, got it. If I had known that he had forgotten his ticket, I probably would have been like, hey, dude, like you, you forgot your ticket. Go, go grab that. But, yeah, I, I had no idea until I was, like, literally getting ready to leave, and I saw he was still just waiting there. <laughs> like, like, looking around Dude. like a deer in a headlight. Yeah. You know what I was thinking was, with, when you have stuff like this come up, you should just show up in your minister gear with the collar and everything and stand in line. And I bet they'll be like... Oh, Father, why don't you go ahead and get in line with the elderly folk? We'll get you through here right away. Thank you. I don't I don't think that would work. I And I don't think that they would allow me to have a collar on when my photo is taken. I think that's against. Oh, that's right. I believe that there is very yep. particular. You can't have, like, writing up towards the neck area. You can't no. have any. It's got to be plain. And so. The shirt or yeah, collar. That yeah, that probably would have caused more complications than, than anything. But. I thought about it. I, I, I genuinely did think about that, but, yeah. I bet, too, you know, when a priest is going around doing his errands, he's probably not all dressed up. So they they probably they probably know, like, oh, this guy, he's up to something. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Probably. So, yeah. That was – but I, I got the real idea. Um, 
I'm just waiting for it to come in the mail, so hopefully before I end up having to fly. I didn't realize my license also. I thought it was going to expire next year. It's going to expire this year anyway, so um, they're they're extending everything, so it's not it's not a huge deal. I think they're extending it for another like uh, uh, 12 months or something like that, that you can have your expired ID and that would still be valid, but I'm just happy to get it out of the way because I knew it would be uh, at least a half-day thing, which it was. I'm just going to keep using my passport. It doesn't. I don't have any inclination to stand in line or deal with any unexpected landmines. My ID doesn't expire for another three years. Oh, damn. Yeah, dude. I feel, honestly, I feel like it would probably be about the same difficulty of getting a passport as it would be getting a real ID. But when I went to get my ID, I went to go get the real ID. This is two years ago. I got my ID in July 2019, and even two years ago, because they were talking about the real ID because it was going to happen in October of 2020, uh, 2020 yeah. I think. And uh, I was about to say 2021. I'm like, wait, no, it's not 2022 yet. I know. <laughs> I remember what year it was. But uh, anyway, I go there to get the real ID, but I had to get a regular ID because I didn't realize that the mail I grabbed was from my bank, but it was mail that was – advertisements not something specific not to the me. account statement or something like, son of a bitch i already waited two months for this appointment and once i got there it was relatively quick but still it's like son of a bitch and so i will say on in regards to because banks bank statements in illinois anyway it says bank statements are permissible as a form however it has to have the full account number listed do you know any bank no no one ever puts a full account that number. doesn't happen and i'm thinking to myself this is insane so i literally just penned it in and they accepted it like i i, I just wrote oh, on t- you mentioned that and that you mentioned that, that part but you didn't mention the whole dmv story you just mentioned i think this little segment right because that's when we had first gone and had found out there was no more space going on and so i was showing him my documents and the the dude outside who was walking back and forth just to to clarify that you had everything necessary and I said I just wrote this down here he said it was fine it's like there's no there's no bank that puts the full account statement on there and and they're saying no it's always just like the last that's, four digits that's a requirement uh and so that that seems weird and I just thought about that more but interestingly enough that was one of the two documents that they chose to accept uh, that and they made the copies and everything like that, so it's done. That's I'm nice. I, like I can breathe a sigh of relief because that's one of those things I put off, like these long term things. And I'm thinking to myself, if I'm going to be traveling back and forth from the East Coast in the next couple of months, I don't, I don't want to have to think about this. I just, I want to get it over with. Got four more years till renewal. Figure out what goes goes on from there, but it's done with. So, thank right. goodness. Pretty so good. anyway. What's up with you? Dude, I went to uh, my first indoor roller rink last night with some friends. We went to this place called Moonlight in Glendale. Dude, it was so weird because – okay, so before I continue, I mean obviously I've told you about roller skating and whatnot. But what is your perception of roller skating, your individual perception? Because mine – Having lived in Glen Ellen and growing up in the Midwest, it was that roller skating was like non-existent. 
that it was like you go to the rink when you're seven or nine or whatever for birthday parties. And I was always surprised that Lombard Roller Rink was still up and running. It's like I'm so I never see people. I mean, but then again, it's not part of my world. Just like how I wouldn't expect my mom to know, you know, certain. You know, the latest movies and the actors and the directors and the casting directors because that's not her world, right? I imagine your experience is similar since we went to school. Yeah, there. no. I literally, when I think of roller rinks, I think of birthday parties. That's it, It's just that, yes. that natural connection outside of that. Or, or maybe it was one time, I think back in high school, that I went on a date at a roller, roller skating rink and being the... Right. The massively coordinated person that I am, <laughs> after landing on my butt like seven times, I was just like, no. I'm surprised for all the times, at least in high school, where, you know, like, what should we do? Let's go to a movie or let's go bowling. That roller skating never no, came up. It did not. Roller skating never came up. Bowling always bowling, was an option. Yeah. Going to a movie was always an option. Going to somebody's basement was always an option. Maybe somebody was having a party, or maybe, like, you just want to smoke weed at the park. <laughs> like, But roller skating was never anything that ever came up, ever. Never. Never. I heard more about swing dancing in high school than I did about <laughs> roller skating. Because there were a few people that would go swing dancing. Like, I think Kyle went once or twice. I know, I think Ashley and Jeannie would go more regularly I think they went all the time with some other people that I wasn't really friends with, but I remember being invited to go or hearing about it, and roller skating just never, ever, ever, I can't emphasize how it was never, ever <laughs> a part of the conversation. Never. Yeah, I totally agree. Anyway, anyway. I went to this spot last night. It's freaking awesome. But also because since the pandemic, there's this, there's been a huge boom in roller skating. So I imagine maybe Lombard is popping. I don't know. It was a lot of fun, though, because you walk in and uh, it literally feels like a blast from the past. The vibe, the feeling, like everything there, it feels like it's been there since at least the 90s. You walk in, you see the crazy decor and the neon lights. You see the little, um, the little corner where you can buy your basic hamburger hot dog french fries slushy drinks you know right. and uh the carpet is like that same type of carpet that you see when you walk into probably like bowling a bowling alley, alley. that's would be exactly the most similar. what i was thinking it's a solid solid like black or purple background with like neon lightning bolts or stars or you know shit that looks crazy in black light that's the that's the right. carpet and then you look, and there's arcade games, and I'm thinking nowadays, you know, who plays arcade That's games? A good because question. everything you can just do. I, it, I feel like no matter where you go, if there's an opportunity to play an arcade game, people, it's just not a thing that I see people doing. So I see like these old school arcade games, you know, the classic racing, or um, like Time Attack, or you know, any detective or gun yes. game, and uh, it was such a cool vibe. It was so cool. But my only thing was, because it was, we go there during, you know, adult skate, and uh, it was crowded. 
which is the I was only wondering. Thing. Yeah, I mean, it was cool, but like you can't like how move many people would well. you say were there with a oh bro hundreds definitely I definitely over for sure over a hundred. I don't even know. I'm trying to when I try and think of things like this, I try and think like okay, if I'm looking at this, how many. How many groups of, you know, 10 are there? It could have been, I don't think it was up to 200. Could have been 150. I don't know. So, but it was, it was cool. But anyway, bro. Oh, so there's people there. I was like, dang, these guys are going so fast. They have, they have to have way better bearings than I do, but they were going so damn fast. And, and I was like, what are they doing? I'm like, oh, I get what they're doing. They're doing the only thing they can do. They're going super fast, and they're dodging, and they're weaving in and out. And I, I, tr- I tried it. I picked up my speed. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun, the challenge of trying to maneuver in and out of traffic of people on roller skates. Because most of the people there, most of the people there are beginners. I consider myself a beginner, right? But I can, I can maneuver in and out pretty quick and most people you see they're kind of like finding their balance they're moving some people are are gripping the wall i saw like four people in a row just like holding onto the wall for dear life uh but anyway it's totally it's a totally different space when you're going quickly and you're maneuvering you can maneuver in and out so fluidly and it looks so effortless and just last minute little turns and twists to adapt to when people are going across the lane or whatever. It was really cool. Oh, and what was awesome, when I was thinking, I was like, dang, it's kind of crowded right now. They were like, all right, coming up right now is, you know, uh, backwards skating, advanced backwards skating, everybody else, you must get off the rink. If you are a beginner or you do not know how to skate backwards or, you know, skate backwards well, you must get off. So I'm like, hell yeah. It felt like adult <laughs> swim. Yeah, You didn't actually do and that, so did you? I'm, and so, yeah, and so everybody, we're all going, yeah, because I can go backwards real, you know, quick. I can hold my own. And so we're all – everyone's just skating backwards, and there's, you know, a fraction of the people that are on the rink. It's like, hell yeah. And then they were like, all right, if you have a rental, you must get off the rink. If you have a rental. So even if you know how to skate backwards but you didn't bring your own skates, you got to get off. And so that was fun. Wow. Okay. I – because, okay, so for the going forward and trying to speed up or whatever, I remember, and this was probably like a decade and a half ago where I was able to get up the momentum to go, like, pretty darn fast. I was like, I'm feeling really good about that. But then the moment that you, like, make a single mistake, especially being a beginner or not somebody, it's like, oh, no! Oh! And um, I I landed on my butt probably about two or three times in that. But backwards, no thank you. No thank you. The adrenaline, though. Dude, even when I'm going backwards, even when I'm going backwards, every now and then... Like your brain and your body get disconnected, yes. so like you you fuck up and you fall over or you almost fall over or whatever. Um, which is why I wasn't go. I didn't do it super fast. Or which is why I didn't do it super fast trying to weave in and out going backwards. But there are some people that are like, damn. You can tell they're extremely skilled and talented, and there's just not that space. You know that not that much space for them to really do their thing. And so they do their thing here and there where they can. 
but um, it was pretty small. But it just seemed like every like thirty four every you know less than a minute, I'd see these group of three guys lapping everyone going again, and they were all like moving together in in like unison like it was almost like they shared a brain because you see the three of them coming up on a turn or whatever and then you see a group of people and you're like uh oh and then all of a sudden they'd shift and they would all be in, know, a straight line. in a line one behind the other and then they spread out and then there's and it's crazy how much i didn't realize for communication just the little tiny movements that you do with your arms or whatever or the little the tiny little touch like if I'm skating and I just feel the slightest bit of touch on my shoulder, I know someone's going to be going right is is passing through right there. So it's very interesting to have this uh, point of view of movement that is the exact opposite of just every day walking around. You know, whatever. If you're on wheels, it's a it changes the way that you interact with the world around you did that ex- the experience uh uh further invigorate your desire to be uh be a master roller skater oh for sure yeah it was it was a lot of fun the only thing though was it got really hot really it got really hot and they have these massive fans yeah and the thing is too is so there are these massive fans because you're indoors and you have all these people right so outdoors is real sweet it was cool going indoors but there's so many people there that it just got really warm. And you're not allowed to leave and come back. If you come back in, you have to pay the full price again. You can't ent- uh, you can't exit and re-enter. If you exit, you have to buy a ticket again to come back I in. remember – So you can't step outside for air. That – like it was the Lombard one that had air conditioning or something like that. Like there – like uh, – any place I've been to. There's air conditioning. They No, they had air conditioning, and the fans – I'm not talking about, like, Walmart fans. I'm talking about, like, these big-ass industrial fans that are in four different corners of the rink. So when you're passing the corner, you feel like a blast oh, of yes. air. But right. that's not – I need that – I need that the, the entire, entire time. time, not just for two seconds when I'm going through that particular spot. So I'm, I'm wondering um, – kind of transitioning how many people ended up how many people were wearing masks or was there any anything mask everybody while they were at while the they rink, were skating inside at the indoor rink you had to and it was so funny because you know by now nobody wants to wear a mask I mean, I don't think anybody, any, nobody wanted to wear a mask to begin with, but by now everyone's over it. And, you know, we just got official clearance from the CDC like last week where they pretty much said, you don't need to wear a mask. Right. And um, with the exception of a few cases where obviously like in a restaurant or at the rink, you're still going to wear it or at the gym. But yeah, everyone was wearing it. But the funny thing was, is that every so often, probably about five or six times, I was there for about two hours or so. About five or six times, I would hear, please remember, you know, you need to wear your mask over the bridge of your nose and underneath your chin. And that, you know that any time they said that, it was because somebody wasn't wearing their mask. And I'm just like, really? Really? Over a year into this and we're still needing to remind people several times to just wear the freaking mask when you're in a public area? Like, come on. Just 
do it. And you can tell, too, uh, the, the tone in the gentleman's voice uh, was just a little bit more stiff the last few times. It the night, you know, goes on. Like, They're getting, you can tell, you know, yeah, reminder, you need to wake up. Please, he's getting a little more upset. So, wait, okay, hold on. Random question. With roller rinks, because I, I know with bowling alleys, they have they have kind of the bar area where you can get a pitcher of beer and stuff like that. Do they, I'm I hope that they don't do that in roller rinks. Okay, I don't I didn't see okay. a bar. I don't think okay. they do that at all. I, I was just wondering because I know I know like just in experiences that I've heard, if there's alcohol involved, um, it becomes harder and harder to kind of control the situation when it comes to like mass stuff. I feel like that's a lawsuit waiting to happen <laughs> if you allow people to roller blade. Yes, right? it's not like I mean falling. at the at Mar Vista. At Mar Vista and at Venice, when people are – I mean, people definitely have some drinks when you're roller skating. But I don't think I've ever met anyone or seen anyone who is who I'm like, I think this person has had too much to drink. For the most part, I think everyone keeps it uh, at bay because you want to roller skate. You can't fucking roller skate if you're too drunk. So people have some drinks outside. I did it like last week when it was my birthday, but – most people just smoke weed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much safer of an option. Um, yeah, because I, I was wondering because I ended up, for the first time in a couple of years now, finally getting new running shoes, which I have so desperately needed for a very, very long time. So my brother had got me a Kohl's gift card, which uh, for, I think this was either for my birthday or for Christmas. And so just haven't really ha like had the inclination to go to Coles of all places and so finally went this past week and uh it was interesting because and i also went to menards to pick up like some gorilla glue for my brother as well both of those places it was like 50 50 for people wearing masks and it was it was kind of this like weird thing uh my mom and i both wore masks even though we're fully vaccinated just you know out of respect or whatever there there's the sense of of uncertainty as to well, you can if you want to. You don't have to, but if you if you want to still wear a mask, you know that we would we would give you the thumbs up on that. And I don't know, man. It just it it's it's this weird it's this weird sentiment because I was thinking about just how I don't know. I I don't know if there's like an echo like for those that don't wear masks, an element of awkwardness of or kind of trepidation as to are other people judging me in the same way that I was thinking are these not non-mask people judging me for wearing a mask just because it's I find it to be polite it doesn't interfere with me too much it's an air-conditioned space so it's not like it's going to be super awkward um for for my own personal you know comfort but yeah going to Menard I mean out here everyone always wears a mask with the except it's very rare that someone is not wearing a mask when they're inside but also i remember when i was in newport uh one of the waitresses or somebody was telling me because when i was there nobody was wearing masks even on the beach and this is like at the end of march and someone was like oh yeah well because newport is tends to be a wealthier part i mean there's so many wealthy cities and counties but uh there tends to be more republicans in newport beach that's what I was told than Democrats. And so as a result, there are more people that feel like they don't have to wear a mask. Um, 
And so it's interesting for you to say I was at Menards or whatever and half the people were wearing masks and half weren't because I'm just like, wait, what? Because every, st- every retail store you walk in out here, everyone is wearing a mask. Yeah. Any public indoor space, you're always like – you wear the mask and everyone just does it. But what I was going to say or, um, was when you said polite, I was like, oh, man, <clears throat> I bet now, you know – in the future, even 30 years from now, if someone's got the sniffles, you know, they might they might just want to be polite and have manners and wear a mask. You know, how many times are you in public where you can tell someone is sick? Yeah. Maybe you're not maybe you're not thinking. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be thinking, dude, stay home, but you know when when people are sick or they've got the sniffles or whatever and it's I guess you can say socially acceptable to be in a public space yes you're sick but you're not that sick whereas now i can see it like oh i'm i'm just a little bit sick i'll i'll wear a mask just to be polite even if you're just sneezing a little more than usual and you're not sick at all that's actually i never actually thought about that that was kind of in the back of my mind because um uh who was it jimmy kimmel i think uh this past week on the monday show was saying that a bunch of the audience members ended up catching a cold. Like, it was... It, it, it wasn't COVID or anything. It was just a common cold. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, right. I mean, there's other there's other illnesses that are out there that we can, we can all catch at any point in time. Flu, cold, um, smallpox, <laughs> something like that. And I'm thinking to myself... Uh, you know, maybe maybe that just would be the polite thing to do, just to to wear a mask if if you're if you're sneezing or coughing a lot. I don't know. I don't know if if people are gonna view that as weird in the future. But for me, I'm I'm all for that. If I if I end up having a cold and want to go out to a, a convenience store, yeah, I don't know. I never thought about that, but I I think I probably would be inclined to wear a mask just for you know courtesy. <laughs> to try and you know reduce reduce the spread common courtesy. common courtesy yes being polite having manners speaking of being polite so i have had conversations with a couple of people from the white collar support group that i'm part of uh one of whom has taken a very keen interest in my uh personal and professional development and I've had a couple of conversations with him over the past couple of weeks, uh, kind of, you know, every, once every three weeks, something like that. And this was this was about a month ago when we had had one of our first conversations, a month and a half ago. And uh, he was saying something to the extent like flattering me with all these, oh, you know, you're you're so articulate, you're so able to communicate you know the gospel and and you have so much to offer your personality etc do you have a website i said are what do you mean it's like i mean your your name your name have you registered your domain name rickstorsell.com i said why why would i need to do something like that it's like well that's just that's just common sense pr you got to you got to brand yourself you got to start developing your own brand and figure out what it is that you want to do you know what right now i'm going to purchase this domain name for you i'm going to purchase rickstorsell.com for you and we're going to go from there and so i'm like 
oh my god, like, uh, this is not, this is not the conversation I thought that we were going to be having. And so, literally, as we're, as we're on this call, he ends up buying the domain name rickthorsell.com. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, is this going to be one of those, like, Ray experiences where, like, he has something of value on my end and can kind of try and leverage that? And it's like, oh, this just, oh no, what's going to happen? And so I talked with him, I think it was like two weeks ago, and towards the end of the conversation, just a follow-up as to uh, what, where I see myself in five years, which is such a weird question to ask somebody who's kind of in their early to mid-30s, like, where are you going to be in five years? Uh, and at the very end, I was like, oh, by the way, you still have, you, you still have that domain, right? Oh, thank you for reminding me. And so we end up getting on with, I think he purchased it through GoDaddy. And so I didn't realize this because I've never dealt with GoDaddy before that we got on the phone with customer support for GoDaddy and uh, this guy is not very technologically savvy, uh, the, 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 the person I'm talking to. And turns out that it, it could have been very easily transferred over to my own, you know, email address and contact information without having to like go through this half an hour conversation on customer support. But we get it all set up. So uh, right now, I own rickstorcell.com. I don't know what to do with it. I have it. It's. I guess it's good to to have. Maybe you should think about getting victormarquez.com if that's not already. I already have one. You do? It's victorphilipmarquez.com. You get a domain name for like nine dollars for like a year or two years or something. It's like super cheap. But you haven't done anything with it. No, I know what I'm going to do with it. I've just been procrastinating and not doing it. But you have no idea what to I do. I don't. I really don't. I mean, I just g give me some ideas. What? Because I I feel like this is something that I think. I mean, it's super cheap, super easy. So you can start with putting. Well, first of all, you have to decide. You know, RickStoreSell.com is that going to be professional or? personal or a little bit of both i don't know because you definitely cannot have a link to this podcast and your ministry podcast you don't think so you really don't think so i mean i don't know man there's personal and there's professional yes, that is true literally half of my life and the stuff that i do is kind of on the personal end and then the other half of, of the public aspect anyway half personal half public so then have rickstorestyle.com be, like, personal stuff that you're into, and then eventually when you get your feet wet, you can, you can build up one that's solely professional, like, uh, you know, maybe rickstorestyleministry.com or something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking to myself how awkward it would be to have, like, an image and an article on the, the work and ministry that I'm doing with St. Joseph Mission kind of side-by-side side <laughs> with our podcast where I'm just cursing up a storm or saying, you know, not the most PC or, or <laughs> appropriate. It doesn't matter. Or you can have your website – or you can have your website be uh, just everything. You know, what you can do is you can have your website have – like, hey, this is my ministry stuff, and maybe maybe have a couple of video or audio recordings of you doing a sermon, or maybe like some photos of you doing like ministry stuff, and then you know, hey, this is my personal life, and just a, some candid photos of you like working out or doing whatever, or photos from straight up or whatever, and then even I would do, bro, I well, I don't know, uh. I mean, you can do some other things, 
but yeah, just just start doing something and just see what happens. See, and that was and thank you. Actually, that's super inspirational for me just to hear that because um, I tend to procrastinate on a lot of this stuff, and sometimes it takes kind of a kick in the ass to start it. And now that I have the domain name. And yeah. just figuring out what to do with it, I think, yeah. Every, every everyone, if they if they have a unique name or whatever, you know, get get your domain name. You never know, you know, if if it's going to be useful in the future. So, okay, that's that's on my to do list. I'm I'm going to try and give an update over the course of the next couple of episodes as to what I'm developing on that on that site. That's interesting because I was like, I, I just don't know what to do with it. So yeah, just a little bit at a time for sure. I don't have anything else. Do you? I've got a couple of things left, but we can save that for the next episode. Perfect. So here we are, wrapping up episode 201 on Stream of Thought. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>